Well, good evening, everybody. Hello, Stumpy. So I was just reading my new favorite book. Uh, it is entitled The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F Splattermark CK, A Counterintuitive Approach to Living a Good Life by Mark Manson. New York Times bestseller. Now, uh, you might think that, wow, Chris, is that why you've been quiet? Is it just because you don't give an F splatter mark CK anymore? No, that's not it at all. But what I have uh, realized is that it's important for me, and probably you, to be able to determine what things you should find important. I mean, there's a million things going on in the world. There's a bazillion things. A uh, bazillion is probably a little a bit of an exaggeration, but there's a lot of things that we could be um, worried about or we could find important. We could spend every day worried that the roads have too much gravel on them. I mean, those of us with motorcycles are sure worried about that. We want to ride them even though it's still minus five when we'd be riding. Um, we worry about accidentally grabbing Corona light at the beer store instead of Corona extra, which of course is the most fantastic Corona ever. We worry about if we have a piece of hair out of place. We worry about um, oftentimes if our car is nicer than our neighbors or if our lawn looks as good or things, things like that. There's a lot of things to worry about. And if we allow everything that we could possibly worry about, become so important that we obsess over it and it impacts other areas of our life. We're not doing ourselves any favor and we're not doing those around us any favor, any favors. So we have to be able to sort through the different issues and problems that arise within our own lives and focus on the ones that are truly important. Our families, our friends, our neighbors, um, our health, those types of things. And for those of you who know anything about, you know, the Bible or prayer, uh, you might be aware of something called the serenity prayer, which goes something like, oh, you know what? I can't even remember it. It says something like, God grant me the, uh, the knowledge to know what I can deal or what I can change the wisdom or no, the the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference between what I can change and what I can't. It's basically saying, help me God to find out what's important in my life, what I can change and what I should not be worried about. And somebody please post it in the comments because it will probably be better if you actually get the right wording to it. Um, so now we have an absolute explosion in the province and further division. Um, and of course, I'm talking about the recent events within the Independence Party of Alberta. Now, to be fair, uh, I stopped talking at Alberta Independence Party events some time ago. Uh, I didn't withdraw my support or my membership for sure, but I looked at what was going on and I looked at my own life and what I need to do and where I want to go and that type of thing. And I had determined that being involved with that wasn't the most important thing in my life right now. Not because I don't believe in an independent Alberta, not because I don't support the people within that party, uh, certainly not because I have any ill will or anything towards any of those people 
But the path that was being taken was not the path for me. And the really sad and horribly unfortunate thing that we've learned in the last couple of days since uh, uh, Pastor Archie Pulowski was somewhat uns well no I'm not even gonna, not even going to sugarcoat it very unceremoniously uh, removed from his position as the leader of the Independence Party of Alberta and had his membership revoked by the party. We've seen some very upsetting truths. Uh, the least of which, or the least of those, is not uh, the fact that it's becoming obvious that maybe there was a reason why this happened. I believe in an independent Alberta. I want to see an independent Alberta. And there wasn't much of an independence message. The path had gone a different direction. The path had gone to all of the symptoms that have resulted from the disease of not being able to be independent and charter own course. And that's just my opinion. You may have a different one. Apparently, opinions are like assholes. We're all them. No. Is that how it works? We're all, we're all assholes? No. Oh, we all have them. That's right. That's what it is. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has them. So now we're seeing some mudslinging. Um, some of the reactions from some of the members are disgusting. One of them that I saw today said something to the effect of that transgender thing is responsible for this. I don't care if you withdraw your support for me. I don't care if you start speaking out against me because I say this. Nobody should ever talk about another human being like that. Whether they're a man, a woman, biologically, whether they change it with a decision as a grown adult, nobody should be talked about like that. Shouldn't be referred to as a thing, as an unhuman object. The very thing we're fighting is anti-human thinking. The very reason that some of the people joined the Independence Party was because they believe in the sanctity of human life. And yet we have members referring to this individual as a thing. It's disgusting. There's no place for it. It's not necessary. And to be quite honest, if that's the way people in a, a particular political party are going to refer to other human beings, I wouldn't want to be part of it anyway, unless the party was calling it out. Again, just my opinion. Some of the responses were, of course, uh, like inexperienced stockbrokers seeing a swing in the markets and having an emotional response that causes a knee-jerk reaction and damages them and those around them. Oh my goodness, the stock dropped 2%. Sell, sell, sell. Well, what, what do you mean sell? We're, we're down, our book price is, it's 15% higher than what the market is right now. We, we can't sell right now. No, no, we got to sell. Emotions. They sell, it's damaging. Now we have members. Oh my goodness, Art was kicked out for no reason. No reason at all. Dump the party. 
knee-jerk reaction. Most people don't have all the information. I have the benefit of having a little bit more information than some people because I've made some phone calls and I've asked some questions. And I've also paid attention to the social media mudslinging fest that's been happening. Um, so I have a kind of a grasp on what's going on. But if you think about it, and if you actually believe that everything happens for a reason, watch what happens in the next couple of days. Watch what happens at the AGM on Saturday, April Fool's Day. Strange day for an AGM. Those who want to be part of an organization to posture themselves or to give themselves a platform to deal with their own issues, opinions, beliefs, and those who want to do something different that's never been done before for the province of Alberta will both be exposed. There will be a group that will show their true colors and that they simply want to have somewhere to speak. They want to have a group to speak to no matter what their message is. And there will be another group who actually wants to do something good for the province, for everybody in the province even people that have a different gender than them or a different gender than they were born with. So maybe it's a good thing. Uh, somebody, <laughs> Rocky, I love your comments. They're always great. Uh, somebody posted a question. What do you think about the release tape with Daniel Smith? I'm going to start with saying, I like Daniel Smith. I like the premier. I think she's a good person. I don't agree with everything she says. I don't agree with every position she has, but I actually think she's a good person. I don't believe she's evil. For that matter, I don't believe that anyone in, in the Independence Party is evil either. I don't believe that the board is evil. As a matter of fact, some of those board members are my friends, and I can tell you with 100% certainty that they are not evil, and they don't have anything but Alberta's best interests at heart my opinion for what it's worth. Anyway, uh, a tape was released of a conversation between Arch Pulowski and Danielle Smith. For what reason, I'm unsure and unclear. But as I watch this, or as I, as I listen to this phone call, it reaffirmed my position that whether I like the UCP or not, whether I like the old boys PC club that has maintain power in that party since they punted all the original wild rose people regardless of that the premier has been doing what she said she was going to do and this is something that i believed throughout her leadership campaign now and just to be clear those lies you're hearing from within your group about how i've been given a million dollars by danielle smith to shill for the UCP is bullshit. If there's a million dollars somewhere, please give it to me because I could really use it. Nobody pays me to do anything. They pay me to make hamburgers and pour coffee, which is the best coffee in town. And our fries are the best too because we fry them in lard. So this conversation, I'm listening to the premier of Alberta talk to the leader of another political party, offering her... Uh, sympathy first for the situation he finds himself in and uh, offering to try and do something about it. Now, 
when you're a premier, uh, there is a fine line you're walking, at least in my opinion, and I'm pretty sure this is a legal thing too. The very thing that we have spoken out against over the last three years, government interference with courts and blah, blah, blah. You know, the separation of government, the judiciary, the legislative and the executive branch conspiring against us, which is pretty much what my court case has become. April 12th, I'm back in court. That's the very thing that we've been fighting against. And the premier determined that if she was to involve herself in these matters, in my matter, in arts matter, in your matter, if you have a COVID ticket, she would be breaching the separation of, of government. And that's not something we want to do. Some people said, oh, they did it during COVID. Why can't they do it now? And the answer is very simple. If you believe in doing the right thing, you don't ask somebody to do that because it's not the right thing. That's not how our system works. Anyway, I listened to her talk about how she was talking to... Uh, pardon me, I've got to ban a bigot. Goodbye, bigot. Conservative, liberal, I don't really give a shit. You don't talk about people like that. What a sad, sad state of affairs. This is what we're reduced to. A bunch of hateful bigotry from the people who say they really want to do something different and better for the province. We want to hold the tyrants to account. A few short months later, they're full of hate and bigotry and lies. But at least it's exposed, right? Anyway, this recording, we heard the Premier talk about how she was trying to do things, but there was a very fine line. We don't have the same rules as the states. There's no such thing as amnesty. And they're going to look into it. But really, once it's in the courts, there's nothing we can do. I knew that from the beginning. You probably knew that from the beginning. And whether or not somebody understood that or anybody misheard or, or misunderstood, uh, that's on them, not on the Premier. And again, I want to reiterate, I don't think she's perfect, but I at least will acknowledge that she's trying. I know there's some bad people in the UCP, but at the very least, I have to acknowledge that there's some good people who want to do something different. A couple of years ago, I sat in Calgary at the Grey Eagle Casino, I believe. A couple MLAs and UCP staff members came out of a, a vote and they said to me, Chris, we can't fix this. We can't fix the party. It's unwinnable. It just needs to burn. We need to do something different. And I agreed with them. But something interesting happened. After that, a whole bunch of people started showing up. And things started to change slowly, to be fair, but they did change a little bit. And I was very hesitant. I was very hesitant to say, hey, you know what? Maybe we can actually make some good of this. Maybe we can use our voices within this structure that's not really receptive to our voices. Maybe we can make enough of an impact that we can turn the tides. And we watched it happen. And there are some people that it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter how much progress you make, 
It doesn't matter how many changes for the good you make. It will never be good enough. And that's fair. They're free to do their own thing. But I was put in a position where I was forced to logically think about what was going on around me, open my eyes and realize that even though this party and some of the people in it had harmed me to the point of possibly sending me to jail, I had to acknowledge that there was good people trying to do something about it. Now, I really don't believe that the, the way that the way the UCP is right now, that they're going to be able to save Alberta from what's coming from the federal government. That's a completely different thing. But I do believe that there's enough people working within that to try and change things in a positive way that it's worth not lumping them all in as evil tyrants. I also believe it's important for the Independence Party of Alberta to build momentum and build strength based on truth, unified around truth, unified around the idea that Alberta needs to stand up and say enough is enough. Not fighting about all sorts of different things, not referring to um, the, the current issues we're having with a forced, well, I shouldn't say forced, but a medical intervention pushed on people without informed consent. Yes, it was wrong. Yes, it's causing people. No, it's not a genocide. Genocide looks a lot different than this. And if we're not willing to call out those on our side when they're misrepresenting the truth, how dare we say we're unified and start calling out those who oppose us when they're not saying the truth. We need to focus on ourselves first. Then we have the moral ground to talk about the others. It's not genocide. People are getting hurt. People are dying for sure. Is it anything new? No, it's not. Ultimately, people make their own decisions. <sighs> And it's hard to watch sometimes. But do you remember what I said about filter, filtering through everything and deciding what is important in your life that you can actually do something about and you can change? If we don't start doing that right now and we don't start breathing before we condemn someone in a situation like we're watching right now, we will not win. The Independence Party certainly isn't going to win the next election. And by the way, you will not win if you're confused. If you're confused, you are going to lose. So to the people saying, you know what? Oh, burn down the Independence Party, burn down the UCP, burn down the NDP, vote for Pastor Art, for Premier of Alberta. You're so confused, you will lose. And if you convince other people to come with you down that path, they will lose too, and we will all lose. If you don't know the basics about politics in Alberta, how things work, how we elect a Premier, it doesn't matter what your voice says or what your actions do. 
you'll be running around in circles. We don't elect a premier in this province by voting for one person. Sorry. Anyway, I'm, I know I'm going to lose a lot of friends over this, and that's okay. Um, if you're so narrow-minded and you're so unwilling to accept a truthful interpretation of what I'm seeing, um, I guess we were never friends in the first place. If you're willing to condemn uh, good people on both sides of this issue, uh, uh, Pastor Pulowski, uh and his group and Bob Leone and them, or the, the board of TIP, if you're willing to condemn any of them as bad or evil people because you don't like what's happening right now, you were probably not on the right side in the first place. <sighs> How was that, Harry? Please elaborate. As a matter of fact, if you're one of the people that say art is compromised, please elaborate. If you're one of the people that says that the NDP paid the board to do this and that's what's happening, please elaborate and show me your evidence. If you don't have any evidence, shut your stupid mouth. Yeah, I can say that because I'm not a politician. You're, you're being ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. You're saying things against good people with zero evidence to back it up. I watched somebody at a meeting last week or the week before or something talk about how Danielle was controlled and uh, she was a Stephen Harper puppet and always has been. So I texted Daniel Smith. I say, Premier, um, what's your connection to Stephen Harper? And why are you doing his bidding? And she said, that's ridiculous. I've talked to Stephen Harper once since I've been elected and nobody runs me or controls me. You can tell nobody does because she pisses people off, which is a good thing, by the way. And the, the people that are saying art is funded by the NDP and is the boards bought out by the NDP to do all this, where is your evidence for this? Where is your, your logic or anything that makes you say these stupid things? They're stupid. I'm sorry. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong that what you're saying isn't stupid. And I'll, I'll eat my Dutch cheese that's in the fridge. But you can't prove me wrong because you have no evidence. And yet here you are on the internet on a live stream with right now 483 people watching, which isn't really that much, but 483 people are watching the comments and you're making statements without any evidence to back it up or without even really knowing it's true. Do you not see this as a problem? This is why we lose. Knee-jerk reactions from an emotional response because you don't understand what's going on. One of the things, and I don't mind saying this publicly, that I had a huge problem with was the fact that when uh, I had texted Art Pulowski in the morning 
I said, happy birthday, Art. Hope you have a great day. And he responded with, uh, I hope you have a great day as well. Thanks, Chris. Next thing I know, I see a notification from the Independence Party that Art was removed as leader on his birthday. Oh, my fucking goodness. I'm not even going to pardon my French that time because it was a perfect time to use that word. Horribly poor taste. And I called a couple of the board members out on it. And the truth is, they didn't know. Believe it or not. I know those people and I know they're not vindictive like that. Um, I know their decision probably wasn't an easy one because they knew this was going to happen. I certainly wouldn't believe that they would do that on purpose on his birthday. However, they should know better. It happened, and that's on them. Horrible thing to do. Yes, Dutch cheese is so good. But you know, I don't think Gouda is actually a cheese. I think Gouda means wheel or something. Uh, I'm just going to go back through the comments because I saw something I wanted to comment on. Daniel has bigger balls than most men. Prove me wrong. I'd like to see someone prove that wrong. You probably can't. Aha. Excellent question. Now, uh, to be clear, I'm not on the board. I don't know all the party policy or anything like that. Um, so again, I'm going to speak my opinion. And I believe Carrie and I are going to have a board member or two come on and talk about what's going on, why it happened. And then uh, maybe I'll have Art on and we'll talk about it as well. So Beverly says, what is the point of an AGM to vote for people when the board can turn around and remove them? Isn't that what the Wild Rose did? They kicked so many out. There were only three to four elected people left. Well, uh, as far as I know, that's not exactly what happened with the Wild Rose. It was a little bit more complex than that. But speaking to what happened here, yes, the AGM is where you vote for board members. Uh, the party leader has already been chosen was already voted on and that was art the problem we ran in here and this is what i'm getting from what the independence party uh released as a statement whether you're the party leader or not if if the board believes that you're unable or unwilling to promote the party the policies and the platform um and uphold the values that the party holds, you can't be a member. Now, that's as far as I'm going to go with it. That's the justification as far as it looks to me in what they've released. Um, that'll be another conversation, and I'm sure they'll explain it more, um, and maybe Art will speak to it. I don't know. But... What I've seen in the 
in the last couple of days, the responses to this, it doesn't leave me with much hope. Uh, it doesn't leave me with much hope for... I don't know. Oh, okay. Here's a comment from Stuart. Remove the board. Okay. Um, can you elaborate on that, Stuart? I, I would like to know uh, why you believe that the board should be removed. I don't believe they should be removed. Um, but I have a benefit, maybe some of you don't, in which I know most of the board. I know them very well. And I know 100% that none of those rumors about being infiltrated by the NDP, funded by the NDP, funded by the UCP, any of those things, the comments about them being evil, um, uh, comments about them being treacherous, I know they're not true. I know they're not true. I know those people. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. If you know them, you know that's not true. And because of what I know about them, I also know that they wouldn't do something so drastic unless there was no alternative. But again, have to have a conversation with them to find out. I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. Anyway, uh, I probably confused everybody more than uh, you had been if you hadn't watched this. But I just figured I'd say at least something because it's getting a little bit depressing watching the comments. I just watched somebody say the board is the Antichrist. That's a stupid thing to say. Interesting. Somebody commented that uh, maybe the Independence Party wanted Art's name recognition and didn't completely align with his values, beliefs, and opinions. That could be true. And if it's true, that's, uh, that's the fault of the people that voted and the board. If that's the case. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to comment anymore until we can have a conversation with some of the board members. Because there's uh, too many questions, too many variables and what ifs and stuff to, to really make any comments on it. But uh, anyway. I suppose I'll wrap this up with saying that everything happens for a reason. And as my friend Roger says often, sometimes plan B is better than plan A. 
And for those of you who are men and women of faith, and you believe that this is a battle between good and evil, I know it is. You know it is. Um, you also have to acknowledge the fact that the battle between good and evil has already been won. And it was won on the cross thousands of years ago. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm not ashamed to say it. Uh, and it gives me a lot of comfort in times like this, knowing that everything happens for a reason. The battle has already been won. And all we're doing now is living out the epilogue of the story. And I believe that it's our duty to carry ourselves through this uh, with dignity and respect each other and do the best we can. And some of the things that I'm seeing from supposed God-fearing men and women are not the best in them. And I think it's time for some self-reflection if you find yourself one of those people that's saying these terrible things about others. So, I said before that I don't have any hope. Uh, and that's, I I don't have any hope in, in man or mankind or people kind or whatever the you want to call it but i do have hope that everything will work out for the best and i do want to say that no matter what happens here um i fully support art in his in his fight uh and his struggle against a horribly horribly offside judicial system, a seemingly unhelpful government, uh, corrupt Alberta Health Services. I 100% his support, or I 100% support his, his fight against that. And uh, maybe after me sharing my opinions, he won't call me his friend, but I, I would still call him my friend, as I would Bob. Um. I support the members of the board who had to make a very difficult decision and risk destroying the party, um, hopefully because they believe it's the right thing to do. And no matter what happens, I will still have a beer with you. So, cheers. Have a great night. And it will be better with Corona Extra instead of Corona Light. Buenas noches, amigos.